Drew was there. She, she works there too. Yeah, whatever. Just talking. She's like, ah, she's like, oh. mentioned the cats, whatever. And she's like, oh, can I see pictures? I'm like, <laughs> like, nah. Like, sorry, I, I don't, I don't have any pictures. <laughs> she's like, what? What do you mean? You don't have pictures on your phone? Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't have. You goddamn mental patient. I don't have pictures of my cats on my phone. Sorry, like, I'm, I'm not a 45 year old lady, 45 uh, year old single lady. You know? Yes, you are. Dude. Uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're both 45 year old single ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, uh, yeah. Let's check the recording level real quick. Cool. Um, we'll just talk normally. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Teague, what did you just have for? Dinner. Burgers. 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 How was your burger? Uh, that wasn't as good as in the past. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. It was, uh, like it was small, still good. Yeah, but, but it was a smaller patty. Like, uh, it was yeah. less beef. The bun was different. Totally. Uh, yeah, that was different. Okay, and we're live. All right. Well, hello. Hello, Teague. Hello, Josh. Welcome back to Noob Talk. Mm-hmm. Episode 6. Big news this week. PlayStation 5 uh, release information finally came out. Finally. By the way, I realized after editing copious hours of the podcast that it is disgusting the amount of times that I say like in sentences it's really embarrassing like I've edited I just did it uh, <laughs> I've edited a bunch of them out now <laughs> I mean I also say uh and um and but I say um but and I mean a lot too okay but not nearly as many times as I say like like sometimes the like is very there's a lot of them in a sentence yeah like a lot like uh, I'll slap in four or five yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. In the, I mentioned it to you a while ago. You did. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just... I, and I've tried to pay attention. Yeah. But it is very difficult <laughs> trying to alter the way you speak. <laughs> it's kind of like, I have to, I did it again. It's kind of like. No, I mean, you have to say like once in a while. It is know? similar to. Exactly. That's right. You can, you can try and just cut out the word altogether. And then maybe you'll do, you know, you won't use it. Maybe if I formulate full sentences in my head before talking, it'll work. You Possibly, know what I mean? yeah. Like, I don't do that. Do you do that? No. I don't do that. No. It just I don't think anybody does. A, it's a poop stream of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verbal uh, diarrhea. Yeah. I don't think most people put together the entire <laughs> sentence How do they, they do start. it, man? Like, how do professional podcasters do it? Uh, I mean, they editing. could edit the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. And yeah. let me tell you, I have dramatically reduced the amount of likes yeah. in, the, in our yeah, podcast. Well, I don't know if you noticed a little bit. But, uh, uh, I didn't notice as many, and I was like... Of course, I yeah, do... you didn't hear the raw footage. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I know I know off the bat that there are times where it is. it does come out quite a definitely, bit. And, definitely. Uh, and, I, and I was listening for them. Uh, I, was, I was listening for the, the stream of likes, and I didn't hear yeah. it. And I was okay. Ah, you know, it's embarrassing, too, because you, you, you go through life, you think you're a relatively decent speaker... I mean, I'm a somewhat, uh, I don't sound like an idiot when I talk most no, of the time. No. You know, like, um, fuck. <laughs> it's hard, man. <laughs> no, but it's a filler. It's a filler, it's a filler. to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, I just have to learn to do nothing. Yeah, instead of anything. Really. Be comfortable I mean, with the silence, mm-hmm. and then probably the situation will work itself out naturally. Uh, well, I say totally a lot. But that's not as annoying as like. No, like is know? Valley Girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally, I guess, if you said totes, then yeah, I'd have to smack it. But, um, yeah, totally, it's a fine thing once in a blue It's a bit moon, throwback you know? to 80s, kind of in the, yeah. t- in the tubular, tubular sort of a category. Yeah. You know? That's uh, fine. Bodacious. Bodacious. I wish I said a little bit more of those, maybe. So, uh, PS5 information came out. There, Unsurprisingly, there are a lot of similarities to Xbox. Yeah. Basic price is the same. Uh, the well, the basic the, the, the like, base one three ninety nine. What would you call it? No, the, I guess with the disc drive, right? Yeah, the standard one is four ninety nine, same as the Xbox Series X. Quick retcon from last week: uh, there were some factual errors in last week's podcast that I've okay. discovered since listening to it. Um, yeah, number one factual error that is extremely. Is germane the word when something is relevant to the current... Uh, I am not an academic of any kind. Extremely relevant to the... <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, come on. Your dad's a, like an English teacher. My dad is. I never uh, went to fucking school after high school. We can have an argument about that later. Okay. Uh, yeah, very relevant to the current conversation is that Xbox Series S is two ninety nine, not three ninety nine, which is what I was saying last week. Right, okay. Which is a huge difference, yeah, right? Because that's... Bucks. I finally clued in that like, oh yeah, me and Teak thought it was just... Just a hundred dollars difference, but it's actually two hundred, which is massive. It's almost uh, that's yeah. It seems a little much. It's not when you consider that uh, it's not just the removal of the disc drive. Right, it's, it's actually lower specs. Yeah, which, right. Yeah. Um, which is extremely weird for system parity. You know, because we're going to have a distinction between these two systems now, and we don't really know how how that's going to affect um, actual gameplay experiences. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, the the Xbox Series S not only has lacks a disc drive. It has a smaller storage. It also has smaller, uh, lesser processing power uh, 
Um, and I can't remember if that's CPU and GPU. I know it's GPU. Um, it's probably CPU too, but I'd have to go check. But the yeah. point is, they're not on parity. One is a weaker ver- version of the other. And it would make sense if the hard drive size was smaller, you know, just yeah. like then okay, yeah. that's still yeah. understandable. But the the actual system being weaker, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's a really weird one. And you know, in particular, you'd think it would cause no end of hell with developers. Yeah. Right? Because it's got to be horrible to try to optimize your game for what's on the surface, the same console, but yet has under the hood massive differences that you need to account for all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, We'll see how that shakes out. I do think that particularly given the 299 price tag, Xbox Series S now is like a really, really attractive console option. For 299 For the next generation? Yeah. Like a, a, a current generation new system for 299 It's That's, pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is. I mean, yeah. that's what a, a PS4 costs now, isn't it? Like, uh, uh, I haven't checked in a while. I'm but pretty sure it's about $2.99. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. the base, even like. Yeah, uh, I don't totally, know. totally. Um, so that's crazy. Uh, and PlayStation Five, uh, just a few days later, they had the big showcase event. We've now seen the information for it. Comes out two days after Xbox Series S. Um, and yeah, the the base model price is the same. So okay. Four ninety nine. Double checking my facts to make sure I get it right. Four ninety nine, exactly the same as Xbox Series X. And they have, I don't know what it's called, but the digital-only model. Right, right. I don't think it has a name. Okay. Like, not like Xbox Series S. You know, right, It doesn't have right. a fancy name. But yeah, the digital-only version is just 100 less. Right. So 399 instead of 499 But unlike the Series S, it is exact system parity right. with the normal PS5. I really got to say that the, the price of that Xbox Series S makes me, like, it would totally consider getting an Xbox just because it's so cheap. Um, yeah. But the specs concern me. The yeah. lowered specs. Yeah, I like, wouldn't. Uh, I mean, again, it's so cheap. Yeah. But I'm a PlayStation guy, so same here. Yeah. I'm going PlayStation. Yeah, but I mean, listen, three hundred bucks is like very, uh, very reasonable. Right? Um, yeah. But very if, reasonable. Yeah, if I were to get that, I would definitely worry. Like, is this going to cause me problems later down the line? Because I don't. It, it like definitely won't at launch. No, but I would wait six months. On... I would wait six months, and then by then, who knows? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, will it later on, later on down the 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 road? You know, that might... I can't see how it wouldn't cause a problem you know it's hard to imagine i mean yeah i agree with you i don't know what i'm talking about it's a little weird anyways uh so that's cool um ps5 is now announced sort of like more or less exactly what we expected pretty much Uh, nice to have the final price uh numbers a lot of people because like thought that because of sony was waiting so long to announce the price that like maybe it's because of they're extremely worried how it's going to be received Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but uh 700 dollars that would be a very fair and and (laughs) xbox was releasing something at three like Yeah, no, that's true. Everybody that's true. would be switching over to Xbox. It'd be really interesting to see the boardroom meetings of, like, did they adjust their price because of what Xbox said? Or was this the plan from the... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I'd be yeah. curious. But doesn't matter in the end. Price nope. is set. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I guess the only other really big thing to talk about... Yeah, this PS Plus collection announced for PS5 going to be available at launch um, for any PS Plus subscribers. Uh, and basically this giant list of extremely uh, top-tier AAA titles... That you can immediately just go home and download right away. Which is pretty... Um, it makes it worth worthwhile. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, here, let's just go through this real quick, uh, just in case people haven't seen the list. Uh, and we have God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World. That's a big one. Final Fantasy XV, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Ratchet & Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, and my personal favorite, Resident Evil 7. Uh, I shouldn't say it. Bloodborne is probably my personal favorite. Yeah. If I had to pick one, but Resident Evil 7 is another. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah, that's huge. It's a, Yeah, it's a really, really compelling list of immediately free games that anyone can play. And they're all like... These are all extremely highly reviewed titles. Mm. Like, I mean, I guess with the possible exception of like, you know, like Last Guardian reviewed mediumly well. Okay, yeah. But they're still all pretty well received to like very flagship Sony or PlayStation titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, that's exciting. I think it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, like we were saying earlier, neither of us really knows much about Xbox Game Pass. Nothing. Um, nothing at all. I hear a lot of people saying that like apparently it's a really impressive thing to draw you into the console's ecosystem. So I don't know how that stacks up against, uh, you know, this list, but I do think this list looks amazing. And the way I thought that Xbox Game Pass worked is that it was some sort of subscription service 
where similar to Netflix, you have some some rotating list of games that you can play for free. Okay, yeah, um, right. That's constantly coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Unlike PS Plus, where it's like when they give you a free game with PS Plus, as long as you have PS Plus, you can play that forever. There's mm-hmm. no limitation. But to just straight out have a list that's like this impressive and that is not going to rotate at all, mm. right? Like you don't have to yeah. worry about, you know, three months later you can't play it anymore or something. Yeah, that's it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's exciting. And uh, then with the at the same time, the news that Demon Souls is now going to be PS5 launch window. You know, there's not much to say. The graphics look incredible. Um, it, was, it was a good looking game when it came out on PS3. Uh, and it's now an amazing looking game on PS5. Yeah, uh, you'd kind of uh, hope, right? <laughs> you would, you would, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, part of the reason why I was a little down on it to begin with, I was like, eh, Demon Souls retread, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have played that already. Like, yeah. how yeah. much of a draw is that? But with how nice it looks, and in honesty, I'm pretty old, you're pretty old. Yeah. Most people have not played Demon Souls, mm-hmm. right? The game is like... We're going to take a quick trip down Google Lane here, but Demon's Souls, February 5th, 2009. 2009. I mean, that's now 11 years ago, yeah. <laughs> right? So let's be honest. Probably not everybody has played Demon's Souls. Yeah. It also, when it first came out, no one knew about Demon's Souls. Okay. Right? Like, the, like when the first one started reviewing really well, a lot of the sites sort of grabbed it up and it started getting tons of critical acclaim, right. but still in the population, like in terms of just gamers, it was super niche. Like, it was like you only yeah. heard about it through word of mouth. It still is, sort of. Um, I mean, a little bit. Like, you yeah. have to be into punishment. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, dying a lot. To... I like to call it rewarding gameplay, but. <laughs> yeah, that's one word. That's one way to, to, one way to call it. But, Most people uh, would call it punishment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, They're difficult games. You know, rip yeah. your hair out, uh, Challenging. throw the controller, bash yeah. your head against the wall, you know. Yeah. If you enjoy these things, then yeah, yeah they yeah. are right up your alley. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the series. Um, I've played all of them. Dark Souls and Bloodborne are both incredible, mm-hmm. like masterpiece games. Dark Souls 2 and 3, good, but uh, not like must-plays, I would say. Okay. Um, not the same way, at least, that Dark Souls and Bloodborne were. All right, well. Now that's another another really nice Is thing. Is Demon's Souls before Dark Souls? It's the first one, yeah. It, so uh, Dark Souls... It started the whole thing. Okay, so... Dark was... Souls is Demon Souls Plus, basically. Dark Souls is Demon Souls Plus. Like, it's just a more impressive version of Demon Souls. Okay, okay. That's, like, open world instead of level-based. But, okay. like, it, the games look identical, okay. pretty much. Okay. They play the same but way. But this did come before Dark yeah. Souls. Yeah, it was okay. the first one in that. Uh, yeah, it goes Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, I think, then Bloodborne, then Dark Souls 3, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, Demon Souls is a PS5 launch game, and it's... I think it's maybe not coming to literally anything except PlayStation. Not even PC. Hmm. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's actually really cool. Yeah. That's a, that's an exclusive. That's a true exclusive. Yeah, good. Yeah, very good. rarely happens these days. Well, and we'll yeah, see how long it lasts for, though, right? Because, I mean, no, a sure. lot of stuff isn't for other stuff when it's released, right? Yeah, true, true. Which kind of doesn't matter, right? It's like you just want a strong lineup for the first, like, the little while bit, to yeah. draw people into the, yeah. into the Red console. Dead was like that. And the other big news is that um, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan, that 99% of games are going to be backwards compatible. Right. Which is a slightly mysterious number. Like, uh, what's yeah. that 1%? But it's going to be Conan. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it's not. Oh, it yeah. better not be. Yeah, especially because Conan can really benefit them for some additional processing oh, power, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it's got to be. Overall, you know, so 99% of games being backwards compatible means that basically we can import our full PS4 libraries. Should be cool. Give or take. Yeah, and I right? mean, like, whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I don't care about, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But that's amazing. It is. You know, people have been saying a lot for this generation also that it's unacceptable if we don't have uh, backwards compatibility. But we've still never had backwards compatibility, really, for any of the other consoles. PS2. And we've dealt with it. That's true, PS2. PS2 but PS2 better. just had a PS1 inside. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it literally had a PS1 inside. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was a big deal. It was, yeah. It yeah. could do that. I mean, yeah, no, but, I mean, I feel like we're kind of used to not having backwards compatibility. Well, it's been the case for the last... Xbox has been doing it, but PlayStation has not. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Xbox One and Xbox 360 play actually pretty well together. Well, yeah, the PS4 has the PlayStation Now, right? Which, Which is completely different. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's by all accounts, it sounds pretty shitty. It's too. it's complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you can. It's really expensive too. You can play cheap. a lot of PS3 games. Yeah, or, which I feel is an excuse to not yeah. actually have backwards compatibility, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it's bullshit. That's their that's it their. It sounds answer. like it doesn't work very well. That's too. their answer mm-hmm. to 
the oh well, we don't have well yeah. yeah but we have we have this PS now or whatever and it's no it's bullshit I, I gotta mean, say man fuck them with that stuff yeah fuck that noise like yeah. watching Xbox get actual backwards compatibility from 1 to 360 mm-hmm. with like not all of their library but a significant portion right. of their library including most of the good stuff and then watching PlayStation try and charge you money for that monthly with a streaming service that reportedly doesn't even work particularly well. Yeah. That's really a bad look. Yeah. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. Yeah. But uh, in all fairness, I don't want to play uh, PS3 games. I played a few PS3 games they remastered for PS4, but I don't want to play a PS3 game, you know? Like, no, uh, neither do I. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it doesn't appeal to me. So I don't really care in that sense. Yeah. You know, except the the reason why I do on this is because I have so many PS4 games that right. I will want to continue playing. Yeah, um, yeah. like Ark you're pretty and invested Conan. in the ecosystem. Yeah, well, just yeah. again the uh, the these 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 online PvP games, it, it's endless. So yeah. I would like yeah. to be able to continue on that. Yeah, for sure, you know? for sure. Yeah, I mean, I if mean... they have a version on PS5 and it's and you can play with people on PS4, mm-hmm. then I'm fine with it. I don't yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the moment, I'm extremely into Generation Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we'll get to this later, but Hades just released today, and right. I might try give that a try for a while Fair and enough. switch yeah. over a bit, but I'm really into Generation Zero at the moment, and the fact that, like, I may not be finished it by the time, you know, these consoles come out, or by, by the time I want to buy one, mm-hmm. which I don't really know when that's going to be. Yeah. Presumably when Resident Evil Village comes out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. But the fact that now with this, that I don't really have to, like, I have the option of just immediately going to the store and getting one if I feel like it, and I can probably just play Generation Zero on it, mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah. You know, just from that a is. consumer it perspective, is. It is. makes me feel good about the purchase, you know? Well, also, the games are, we haven't gotten used to the upgraded games yet, you know? Like, so, yeah. these still are top-of-the-line games to us, right? Yeah. Um, yeah there, sure. there isn't anything better yet. Yeah, uh, Whereas, totally. you know, with, now that the PS4 has been out for as long as it has, like, there, there have been a lot of real upgrades to PS3 games you know like uh, so yeah. I really don't want to go back um, yeah no but again with time I imagine the same thing will happen you know uh, it's really nice to have backwards compatibility at launch also if not just for the fact that launch launch windows are always so horrible mm. so it's nice to not have to worry about if there's no immediately amazing games I want to play, I can just play my my, my old stuff. And it's yeah, yeah, that's nice. Like, that's nice. Because at the launch of PS4, it was a pretty abysmal lineup. Was it? I mean, I don't remember super well, but like, I didn't. I, I remember playing Infamous Second Son when I got my when I first got my PS4 because that was the thing I wanted to play the most, okay. and I hate those games. Okay, <laughs> like I, I zero my style. Mm. I actually kind of like Infamous. Like it was I, pretty I, fun. Yeah, it's a pretty cool. Like if I was looking for a good superhero game, I think it would totally fill that niche. Oh, yeah, it's a well-made game. It's just not my genre. Well, you know? also like, just a really well-made game. The the good and good or bad, and you know there was a lot of very cool yeah. aspects to that game. Yeah, like, it yeah. was very neat. I was impressed by it. It's just it's just not my cup of tea. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Um, so to be able to play the old PS3 games in that situation would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear um, that. Ironically, you know, we're going to talk about Hades later. Transistor actually was, I think, it's either, if it was not a launch game for PS4, it was really soon after launch. Uh, okay. Uh, so Transistor came out a year after PS4 launched. Okay. But I yeah. think that I bought the PS4 a year after it launched. Okay, yeah. Well, so it had just come out, and I remember thinking, this game looks amazing. It's by people that... They made Bastion before. I loved Bastion. Uh, so I was like, I can play Transistor. I can play Infamous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can play Mercenary Kings, which is a yeah. really random indie game that I was... Into. Kind of like an action RPG version of Contra. Okay. I don't know how to, how to describe it, but you go to the levels over and over again, and you slowly kind of like... You, you kind of grind gear a bit. Okay. Like you get slightly better stuff, and you collect money. You can purchase new guns at the shop. And it's just like a rinse, repeat, almost okay. like Destiny game that you can play with your friends or by yourself. All right, nice. Uh, anyways, but um, yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, games that came out with the PS4, right? Or, or yeah. around the time. Yeah, so that was a year after the console released. Bloodborne hadn't even come out yet. Okay. And I, there was barely anything that I was really excited to play. I think it was about yeah a year after the console release that I bought it. I didn't buy mine until quite a bit after, and I think. I think I bought uh, The Witcher 3 with it for like 20 bucks or something. Um, yeah. Because it was Game of the Year edition or whatever. So I don't know. GOTY edition. Gotti. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a good one. 
Yeah, I, she may not have been because I had to buy all the DLCs after. Maybe the DLCs mm-hmm. came later. I, I don't know. But, certainly a reason. It was. I mean, that was a reason to buy consoles. Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I, I, but I mean, it had been out for a while when I bought the console. You know, so like there was a lot of cool games that I hadn't gotten it and i was big into skyrim on ps3 so i bought skyrim on this and yeah. uh you know for honor looked so amazing i bought that the day neo sure, that sure. bought that the day it came out i, I think Horizon. when i when i bought my ps4 it was because bloodborne had been announced oh, okay and i was okay. like finally yeah it's a, another the next from software game actually i think i got bloodborne at the same time as i got the witcher and it's uh, possible that you might have suggested it actually maybe just I about s- how good of it what how good of a game it was yeah. and uh, and uh, it was also 29 dollars so I, I do like, a lot yeah, of Bloodborne propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bad with that. Yeah, so I don't know. Is there, mo- is there much more else to say? Uh, I'm just excited for it, and I might be here. getting it a little bit earlier than I thought. Yeah, uh, what do you was... think about How do you feel about digital versus uh, digital only versus with a disk drive? I'm going to definitely get the one with the disk drive, even though everything I own is on digital, but I want to be able to play without the internet. Which you should still be able to... You still can. You can download it to yeah. your system, right? Yeah. And just not an online game. But so, you would need the internet to first do the first To download. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I want it for, to be prepared if I ever do move somewhere without internet or something like that. That's a really good point. I'm going to... I think yeah. I'm going to do There are a lot of places in the world that are nice places to live that don't have good internet. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, there's lots of places around... Exactly. You know, like Ontario, yeah. Uh, yeah. the boonies. Lots of tons of places in the States. Uh, lots of places in Canada. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I want... And a lot of time, just sort of not good internet. Exactly, right? exactly. Like it might yeah. be real weak. So I think I want the disc drive. Also for... I can only imagine I'll play DVDs and shit. Of although course. those will be yeah. out of production soon enough, I'd imagine. But, yeah, uh, I mean... I still own a shit ton of DVDs. It's so. it's tough, man. Like, cause I I've been thinking the same thing the whole when I was coming here today. The whole time I was thinking about because my gut is to always be like, I absolutely have to have a disc drive mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, I'm probably never going to use it. Probably not. But I still want to have one. I've used mine like uh, I don't know a handful of times. Like uh, yeah. Very rarely. But it's really tough for me to to bring myself to accept. Like, can I deal with not being able to put a disc in? Yeah. My current PS4, first of all, uh, I haven't bought an on-disc game the entire generation of PS4. Wow. Not once. Okay. Uh, very happy about that. But I also can see your argument of, like, what if I move to a place that doesn't have good internet? Well, I didn't have internet for the longest time, even on Dakari, um, when I lived there. And I used to buy all my games from the pawn shop up the street for, like, 10 bucks. Yeah. And, like, you know, I yeah. bought so many games to try out. Just yeah. Because they were there, you know. I mean, and, uh, I totally feel feel you, and it's like the other thing was, uh, yeah, the the EB Games. Uh, I used to, I got the the membership, so you could return a game, no question. So I'd right. every new game that came out, I would buy and yeah. then return after thirty days or exchange or whatever. Yeah. So that was kind of key too. You know, you couldn't totally. do that without a drive. Yeah. Although I don't go to game stores. Yeah, anymore. I mean, like even though I kind of feel like I don't really need a drive anymore, I still don't know if I can buy one without it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it anyways. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, no, no. I do hear you with the uh, you know the DVD collection thing mm-hmm. because uh, while I don't watch a lot of movies on DVD, I still have an old my old DVD collection that I'm happy that I'm like proud of. Yeah, it's got like a lots of like classic like John Carpenter horror movies, right, like stuff right. like that. You know, things that really speak to me artistically when I was like in my twenties, you know, twenties <laughs> to early thirties. And um, while I will watch one of those every now and then, I do stuff like recently I did buy the Star Wars original series again okay. on DVD, which I just you know, can't really can't get enough of. Um, okay. I love rewatching those movies. So, uh, and I mostly got it because um, I was excited because the, my my nephews in law were coming over. Okay, and they'd and, never seen it. I guess. Yeah, they'd never seen it, and like watching uh, the original series with one of them was like one of the greatest experiences of my adult yeah. life. Right. Right. It's really tough to. It's like, do I need to do that again soon? No, but can I deal with not having the ability to? Well, okay. Here's the thing. Are you going to get rid of your PS4? I'd really like to. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to get Ideally, rid- I never have any old systems. Really? I hate having old systems around. Okay. Yeah. I have every old system you can imagine. I'm, um, I'm the same way with games. As soon as I'm finished a game, it, it usually immediately is deleted. Okay. Right? Okay. I yeah. mean, you can re-download them, of course, but mm-hmm. I'm constantly, like, uh, sort of yeah, trying yeah, to separate the wheat from the chaff on yeah, my game Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, again, for just a DVD player, I, I have two systems here that play DVDs you yeah. know and I'm not gonna throw them out um, 
So, I don't know if I can bring myself to keep the PS4 just to have a disk drive. Because that is currently my only... Mm. Uh, I have no other ability to play it. Well, would, I guess, would, you, would you sell it? Like, um, I suppose. I mean, how much would you I get? Mean, I don't care. Would it, would it be I just worth? don't give a shit either way. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In the garbage or sold, who gives a shit? Like, I don't care. Okay. You know? yeah. Like, it's not about that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. really just, ideally, I only ever have one system. I've still got an original Xbox upstairs. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've got a super... Uh, no, a... Uh, 64 as well yeah. at, at least one <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's that's a Dreamcast awesome. up there too oh that's amazing yeah I'd yeah, love yeah. to try a Dreamcast I've actually never tried a Dreamcast ever. oh that was epic at the time I believe it yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the vast majority of the gaming world is exactly like you mm. like most people have a bunch of uh, they old keep systems. at least a couple of systems well I've lent them to so many people that you know had all of a sudden had some time to get into games and didn't know so you know I just lent them a system with a stack of it's games nice have, and yeah. you know they enjoy it yeah I just I really have this um, getting rid of old stuff fascination yeah like a strong obsession with okay if anything is not serving me a purpose in my life right now it has to go out you know like can't can't have the mental space in there for anything other than what I'm immediately using fair and I'm constantly evaluating the things I have currently am I actually do they really mean something to me right right you know um all that to say... You do need I'm, a disk drive. I'm really tempted <laughs> yeah, by the lower price. I think you will need... Especially well. because with PlayStation now, they have system parity. And I don't have to worry about the fact that it's a weaker system. Right, like yeah, with, yeah, Like yeah. unlike with the Xbox, right. right? I'm really tempted by the, the $100 less. It also kind of looks a little sexier. Have you seen the... No. The disk drive kind of protrudes a little bit. Ugh. It's a bit like a cancerous Ugh. growth on the side of the system. <sighs> and the, the digital-only one is so sleek and just oh, well. slender and slim. Uh, that was a lot of alliteration. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's tempting. Yeah, you know? well, it's something to kick around. And I'm not going to yeah. buy anything for a while. But uh, Neither am I. I was going to get a PS4 Pro sooner than later, you know? Like, I was hoping that it would go down in price when the PS5 came out. But the PS5 doesn't seem to be that far off in price. So I probably will just wait and buy a PS5. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like I would like to get the digital-only one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can. Uh, I'll be mulling it over, man. It's a hundred dollars still, you know. I mean, that's the minim- the minimalist in me appreciates it just on that level too. Mm. Like, if I don't actually use a dri- drive, then why bucks, get it? It's a fifth. You know? That's a fifth of the price. Yeah, man. that's yeah. pretty significant. Yeah, that's not uh, an extra twenty, thirty bucks. You know, but every now and then I don't. I watch a movie. Yeah, well, and I actually have a bunch of Blu-rays. Well, if you're gonna get movies, rid of your old know? systems, then yeah, you should definitely go <sighs> on with a disc drive. If you're gonna get rid of, if I you're gonna keep a, play- a PlayStation in a box, then you know. Yeah. Then I would absolutely get the the no disk drive. I think we can truly say that these are at least first world problems. Oh, very first. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just haggling over the details of Who cares, which of these yeah. fancy modern systems is more uh, more appealing to ourselves. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Anyways, it's cool. I mean, yeah. I'm happy that they, uh, they they finally announced it. That's nice. It's very big, you know? very yeah. big. Yeah, got stuff to look forward to. Yep, big time. Okay, so uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, we had a few. Just a few small news items for the week. Just wanted to really quickly mention uh, the Scott Pilgrim game re-release. Oh, they're doing you know that game? game? I didn't know they did a game. I just saw a movie. Yeah, the Scott Pilgrim game. I actually found this out by doing a little bit of research about it. But a game came out... Did you like the movie? I thought it was really interesting artistically. It's a hard movie to evaluate because it's really strange. It's very Canadian. Is it? Yeah. Is it actually Canadian? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I didn't pretty know. sure. It takes place in Ontario. Yeah. I. Um, but And most of the actors are Canadians. The video game references were really... In, like, the way they comp- composed the, the creation was mm. just really fascinating. Well, it's the girl the from way. Fargo, too, right? It's like, only, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, she's super hot. Um, she is now. She wasn't then. Yeah, she was. No, are no, you kidding me? No, Wait, I didn't realize like the it was punk her. rock goth girl oh, sort God. of thing, Ugh. or the emo girl look at all. No, Damn. no, no. no Dude, she got I was be- all about that. She then. got better looking with age for sure. I, I mean, listen. I thought she was fabulous then. I think she's maybe more fabulous or now. It's definitely more fabulous. You know, now. but uh, yeah, she's she's quite an attractive lady. But yeah, so the game came out in 2010. One of those modern uh, Final Fight brawlers. Okay. You know, like a really modernized side-scrolling brawler game. Right, right, right. You can play couch co-op. Uh, no online, but you can play couch co-op. It's really like in the spirit of... Double Dragon, kind of? Yeah, it's in the spirit of Double Dragon. That's and cool. It, was, it is cool. That's yeah. neat. And uh, I actually didn't know this before, but the game was made by Ubisoft. That... Which is fucking mental. Yeah. That's... Because I haven't liked a thing that Ubisoft has made in... I don't know how long. Maybe ever. No. Uh, um, I'm a big fan. 
I know. Yeah, most people are. Uh, it's ironic because I'm from Montreal and they're from Montreal. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's um, not a reason to like something. Like, uh, it's always a reason to at least have a bit of interest. I pay attention. Okay. I noticed Montreal when they did uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution. Right. I was like super psyched about that because I was like, okay. it's an amazing game and it's in my city. Mm. You know, yeah, it's the nice so. kind of. Uh, it it was bonus. cool. Yeah. This is back when they were actually doing small, small, small games. The must. Yeah, that I they mean, completely stopped doing. Uh, yeah, they're huge. You remember? Child of Light. They had a small. Yeah. They had a portion of the company that was kind of devoted to doing smaller projects Indie stuff that almost. weren't associated with the giant franchises, and that's how stuff like Scott Pilgrim came out. Uh, okay. And Child of Light was the last game to come out in that right, series. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and I believe that uh, on the American podcast I listen to, I get I crack, cracks me up every time how he pronounces Eve Gilmo, Guilmo, Guilmo, Eve Gilmo, Eve's Gilmont, Eve Gilmo. Right? Yves. Yeah, Yves Guillemot. Guillemot. With a, it's just, there's no N. Okay, It's Guillemot. just M-O-T. Okay, yeah. Guillemot. Uh, yeah, the, guy, the way the guy pronounces Yves Guillemot every time. Wives Galmont? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yves Guillemont. But yeah, I think Yves, Yves Guillemot stated a long time ago, after Child of Light came out, that they were like done and done with that. Okay. Um, oh. Child of Light was pretty cool. Like, I liked it. It's, yeah. a, it's a turn-based RPG, so you, okay, know, you have yeah. to be into that kind of thing. And uh, Scott Pilgrim is a very competent brawler. Uh, the game has been off the store for a really long time, so they're just they're uh, renewing the licenses. Okay, it's going back on the store. Um, yeah, it was still like available for people who have purchased it, I think, hmm. but you, you knew people couldn't purchase it. That's weird because the license expired. It is weird. Yeah, that's very strange. I don't understand how that works sometimes with the. the Friday the Thirteenth had some issues with that, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. I think because that was a crowdfunded that. game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. What was? Do you remember what the issues were? Was it that they, yeah, they didn't have the like, rights licensing to licensing issues for the the Did, right to make a game for, based on the movies? Yeah, I don't think they had that. Um, so they weren't allowed to make to continue working on it and to add new stuff to it. That sounds um, familiar. So yeah, it yeah. Was like uh, I remember that controversy, but since I never played the game, you know, I didn't pay fully attention. But it sounded like a really interesting. Uh, I had some friends that were saga. really into it. Um, it I tried cool. it once because it was a freebie. You know, um, what'd you think? I didn't like it. Um, but uh, what's it like? Is it first person sort of? No, it's third person. Um, oh. and uh, I forget yeah. how many five, maybe seven. Yeah, you're all camp counselors. One person is Jason, and you're just running around looting stuff, trying to get. You know the keys and the gas, and turn on the generator and this, that, and the other, and Jason's just fucking killing you all. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and one of you is Jason, and the rest are camp counselors. Is it balanced? I don't know. I I didn't enjoy it at all. I, but again, a couple of friends were really into it, and okay. um, I just uh, I don't know. I don't like uh, fucking having to spectate a game and waiting for the loading. For oh, everybody yeah. to That's ready up to get into the eight people every time. I hated half the fucking... Yeah. I didn't want to hear these people. And no, you need I to communicate in this sort of game. You know? like, yeah. uh, so friends had groups that they played with. And a couple of the people were cool. I couldn't handle... Yeah. I don't know. I just... I didn't get into it. I mean, You know, to circle back to the, the Demon Souls uh, remake discussion. Just to say that it really makes me think what you're saying about uh, having to talk to people and stuff in the eight-player eight lobby. Mm. It reminds me how amazing the multiplayer in these games was because of the fact that it was seamlessly integrated and the nature of the multiplayer itself is such that you just naturally don't need to communicate with anyone. Okay, that's You cool. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it removes that whole... It never breaks your immersion from inside the game, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, because of the fact that... You just don't interact with people that way. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, you have to communicate, and the game expects you to only communicate through, like, in-game, like... Uh, emotes and Emotes stuff. and whatnot. Hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's really... Uh, it's different, yeah. It's different. Yeah, it takes a lot of the worry or stress about social pressure off of the, the experience. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because it's nice. I yeah, like a lot of the a lot of online games. I really don't want to hear them. You know, hear yeah. everybody in it. You know, like and it's just that two seconds that we played. Uh, we tried out PUBG. Remember? Right. It's like ah, it's just irritating. <laughs> totally. Like, no, uh, I, I totally hear you. Yeah. I can't do it. And you yeah. can mute them and stuff, but it's just like I don't know. That's why I like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like stuff like Destiny. You know, I like the way Destiny handles it because the vast majority of time when you're playing casual stuff, you just it match makes you with people. You don't expect to talk to them. They don't talk to you. 
and everyone just coordinates and cooperates, but you never hear anybody's voices. It's great. That's great, yeah. And then only when you really have to do stuff that you know is very hard content. Right. It's like when you're going to do specific things where you're like, I want to do this specific dungeon to get a thing. Yeah. Then maybe I'll call actual people I know and yeah, we'll, talk, yeah. we'll talk our way through it, right? For sure. But, but yeah, it brings me back to how much I like uh, the Souls games for their multiplayer. Just because it doesn't break your... It's not meta. Like, it doesn't break your immersion from the game. Okay. Because everything happens using the in-game stuff. Right, right. So, so it's kind of a role-playing experience. Yeah, you don't have still. some kid talking uh, yeah. to... Yeah. yeah. Your immersion isn't broken by anyone's actual voices. Okay. You're inhabiting the character inside the game, truly. That's right? cool. Like, That's it is cool. cool. It is kind of neat, yeah. Um, but yeah, all that to say before, Scott Pilgrim release coming out. So it's PS4, time. right? Probably going to be gonna compatible be. with PS5. Yeah, but it was a PS... It might have been a PS3 game. Yeah, it was PS3 and Xbox. Okay. Xbox oh, 360. Interesting. That's why it's it's really old. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can understand why the licenses would have expired yeah. between consoles. Right? Yeah. I think it maybe was available on PS4 at some point. But okay. either way, it's been off the store for a long time. Okay. Uh, so that's coming back. Yeah, it was announced for holiday 2020. It's coming soon. Okay. Um, and it's... Uh, another thing that's cool is it's it's not changing at all. And it's coming out at the original price of fifteen bucks too. Fifteen so bucks. Pr- okay. Price hasn't changed That's, from launch, which is really cool. Yeah, fifteen yeah. bucks is really worth it, even if you're getting a couple yeah, minutes out of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I bought it uh, not because I was like a massive Scott Pilgrim fan, but just because when I saw the game, I was like, oh, really neat pixel art brawler game hmm. that I can play with a friend, and I totally got like several hours of enjoyment out of it. And it's worth it. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, the other major thing that we have is, yeah, somehow this completely slipped by my notice, but uh, this new game by Supergiant Games, Hades, right? Uh, that comes out on Switch today, literally right. today. Uh, that you bought. <laughs> that I bought, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, where to start with Supergiant Games? You're not familiar with their work. No. Supergiant Games was uh, co-founded in part by Greg Gassavin, who was my favorite uh, in the really beginning, early days of when I started watching video reviews. Kind of in the days where I was like, video reviews were just becoming a thing. Okay. And I was starting to get used to watching them instead of reading them. But Greg uh, at GameSpot was one of the first guys that I started following. And his reviews were, he I mean, he was, in my opinion, the best reviewer at GameSpot. Okay. He just had the most sort of on-the-nose, really good critical reviews. He thought kind of the same way as I did. Um, and he was just an amazing, super, super nice guy. Okay. Um, and yeah, he, he was a GameSpot. I think he, he was a really high up in the... Yeah, former site director and executive editor at, uh, at GameSpot for over 10 years. So, like, okay. A really, really long time. Uh, and yeah, he eventually quit to form Supergiant Games and go on to become a, uh, one of the lead writer and designers there. Okay. Uh, so he really does have a lot to do with the games, too. Uh, Neat. He writes them and designs them, which is, to me, the most important thing. Hands on. Yeah, he yeah. knows a yeah. bit more than most uh, reviewers would, you know? Uh, totally, totally. And um, yeah, they just, I mean... If you've never heard of them, they're an amazing company. Their work is incredible. Okay. Um, they did Bast- Bastion as their first game. Bastion was an incredible uh, isometric action RPG game. They have a lot of narration in their games. Uh, pretty much every one of them has narration in some form. Okay. Um, which in Bastion was like the narrator of the game would constantly narrate what you were doing. Oh, okay. And that's I don't know, neat. to me it really, yeah, it was really, but it was really well done. So Darkest Dungeon? But more like... He was telling us it was a, it was a bit more like a fairy tale. Okay, okay. Like he was telling a story. Like you got out of bed at the beginning of the game, and the narrator would be like, "The kid got out of bed and like saw the blah 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 across the room." Okay, that's like, cool. Just constantly narrating the story. You would do. He would deliver a lot of the story that way. Okay, it was pretty neat. Yeah, and the gameplay of the game was extremely solid. All right, uh, like just really fun. Then they did Transistor, and that was like an action RPG again with a lot of narration, really cool art style. They did Pyre, which is Pyre kind of defies description. Okay. But it's um it's sort of their take on a fantasy soccer type game. Right. This yeah. Is, yeah, you were mentioning It's got time. this really interesting rich universe they created. All the games are distinct, like they're not like in the same universe or something. They make a new world for each one. Okay. Um and Pyre is like a fantasy game where you have a t- you're it's you're controlling a team of players that you're sort of grooming the players and they have to compete in some sort of Soccer style thing. Okay, I don't. I'm not familiar with the game firsthand, but I watched my uh, my good friend play a lot of it, and um, it sounded pretty exceptional. Um, cool. Yeah, that was one of the big ones that I've been. That's a game that I've been meaning to play for a long time. And okay. I don't know when I'll get to it. So yeah, Hades is the next game by them. Uh, it sounds amazing. It's again a different genre. They've done a different genre every time. Right. Uh, Hades is now a roguelike. Uh, so you're. It's a yeah. It's like an action RPG. You go into dungeons. Um, it has permadeath. 
well, permadeath. Like, when your character dies, he's your run is, like, over. Right. And you have to go back to the beginning. Okay. But the neat thing about it, yeah, I think you're a character who is somehow related to Greek, Greek mythology and is trying to escape Hades okay. by, like, going through all of it. Um, and when you die, you go to some sort of... Uh, that, that's when all the story development in the game takes place, I think. Okay. Or most of it. Because you go to some sort of hub world where you're speaking with, like, other gods and whatnot. And they're talking about your experiences in the dungeon. Like, your actions in the game also heavily modify what they will say to you once you get in the hub world. Okay. A big important part of the mechanic is uh, the reason why you don't mind too much when you die is because it's always creating new stuff to do in the hub world. Okay. Like, it's good in a way that you died because these characters will have more new things to say about uh, what's going on in your, with your actions and whatnot, I think. Interesting. And you develop these relationships, and then that can give you either companions or, like, stat bonuses of some sort. or hmm. It has impact on your gameplay somehow. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting, different game. But it, at its heart, the basic gameplay, it's, it's just um, sort of a Diablo-style action RPG. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, that has crazy good story and probably amazing... They're known for their music. Uh, mm. All their games have incredible music. Okay. Um, so probably also really good music. Mm. Yeah, there's uh, there's not that much to say about the games. They're incredible. I mean, check them out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Not um, my cup of tea for the most part, but um, maybe I'll see. Yeah, I don't we'll know. See. Yeah. One of them might be. They have a style. They have a very clear style. But at the same time, they really do change their like genre and characters a lot every time they do a game. Okay. So they're quite different from each other. All right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're worth checking out. They're certainly... It's one of the most interesting companies in gaming today. That's yeah. not one. That's not one of the giants. Their games uh, they review extremely well too. Like they all have like high eighties on Metacritic. Okay. Well. This game actually is the highest Metacritic one yet. Really? Which is interesting. Yeah, I think it has like ninety something. Wow. Yeah, Hades has a ninety-one percent on PC. No. Okay. It's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, high. And all their other games are high eighties. Um, okay. They're a good company. Yeah. There's not so much. It's... They make. They know how to make good games. Well, good. Yeah. yeah. That's really, that's really all there is again? to say about it. Uh, how much is it? Yeah. That's a really good question. I purchased it literally earlier today. Uh, That's the only reason why I asked is because I no, figured it'd for be sure. on the top I of your mind. I think it was a, yeah, it had a twenty percent uh, off pre-order sale thing. I'm gonna say I paid twenty six. Okay, yeah. and I think the original price is like thirty two. Okay, that's that's like that. Very yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bastion when it launched was twenty bucks. That's and they've slowly gone up in price. Basically, with the other indie games, yeah, with right? inflation, yeah, they've they've <laughs> followed the same trajectory as most indie game prices yeah. have in the last ten years. And smokes, and yeah. you know everything. Totally, uh, totally. You know McDonald's, like <laughs> pretty totally, much. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know, I don't know how, but because I'm I'm such a big fan of the company, maybe because I didn't play their last game, Pyre, but Pyre came out in 2017. This game was announced in 2018. Somehow, I've never heard of it <laughs> until literally the day before it launched. Yeah, well, yeah, meant to be, meant to be. So yeah, that's now going to be vying for my attention with Generation Zero, which is sad, but hey. I don't know. Yeah, I might not be able to play it for a while because when I get into a game, I get like really yeah, I suckers. And in in the moment, I'm at the moment, I'm really really into Generation Zero still. So yeah, uh, so yeah, that comes out looks cool. Yeah, good stuff. Um, there's not that much else we have on our list today. It's going to be a short episode. Um, we've already discussed the. Did we discuss the Resident Evil Eight yeah. gameplay trailer? I thought we did. Oh, maybe it was just in the. Uh, we talked about the Demon Souls. I think we talked about it in on the list. Yeah, yeah of the yeah. stuff coming out on um, PS5. But we didn't talk about much of the actual game on its own. No. Well, but there's not that much to say. There really isn't. Right? I mean, but, it, it looks good. Yeah, it um, looks good. I mean, there was a new Resident Evil Eight uh, gameplay trailer. I think it came along with the other PS5 stuff. Mm. I can't say why I feel this way with Resident Evil trailers because I'm usually a lot harsher on other companies that really we're both a lot harsher. I think. On companies that release pure cinematic trailers, yeah. Well, I'm I, I'm not trustworthy. I don't trust it at all. Like uh, nobody I've, does. I've been burned enough. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Uh, and, I don't. And the irony is that this is sort of like this trailer has a little bit more gameplay than the previous one. The previous one was just cinematic. I think. I think like, so. The announcement trailer was only cinematic. Yeah. Pure. And for some reason, I kind of like it. Still, barely has gameplay in it. I don't know one. if it. I, I just think that certain parts of it are gameplay, but I don't actually know. You don't see him shooting something. No, you know? but you can tell that it's the character walking around in I, a couple of them. I think it so is. So it's at yeah. least in engine. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, this isn't a new franchise. This isn't a new no. game. This is a continuation of Resident Evil Seven. It's in the same style. Right. It's first person. Yeah. Um. So I know what to expect. Yeah, and it sort of reminds me a bit of 
for um, in terms of just some of the uh, the backgrounds. Like, not really, but just sort That's of... That's an interesting thing to say. The yeah. dark farmlandish villages, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Uh, it, no, it's, it's it, really interesting that you say that because do you remember the, at the end of the trailer, the guy who tells you... I can't. I'm not going to be able to do the voice, but there's the there's a merchant or something that's like, if you're just window shopping, that's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. right at the end of the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a second, I'm like, is that a reference to the the buying and selling guy in four? You remember that character? I don't know. I don't think the, I like, got that far. What are you buying? What are you selling? I don't think I got that far. Honestly. No, no. Uh, there was a really famous merchant. He's got. He's voiced. He's like the okay. only NPC in the game. Okay, yeah. But I didn't there's make a merchant you buy stuff from. Uh, Interesting. I couldn't tell if that was a reference to that or not. I well, I don't know. I, I got a serious Resident Evil Four vibe off yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I feel you. Yeah. 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 I felt it was a little bit Blair Witchy too. Okay. Like just in the shots of uh, like the church and the village areas from outside, and the cross weird crosses around, mm. and like sort of stick shaped things in the, in okay, the ground, yeah. and like I don't know. Yeah, it had. Um, but I mean, there's not that much to say other than it's a really cool looking trailer. It looks good. Makes me excited to see uh, where it's going. Uh, I'm very curious. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I know and understand now that the series what it's capable of, and probably. How, how good the quality level will be yeah. because of 7, because of the recent games too. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. Uh, little bit of follow-up from last week. I haven't finished editing, editing the episode yet, but I will probably edit out some of the really, if we're being honest, a little over-the-top cursing and swearing I did last week. <laughs> the <laughs> I Mario I debacle? Yeah. yeah. I haven't gotten there yet, but I feel like I'm, I'll try and tone it down a little bit at least. <laughs> it was a little out of control. A little angry, eh? Something I forgot in, in, uh, don't worry about it, in last week's Mario discussion... Which kind of intensifies the sort of <laughs> the rage, yeah, it a little bit sharp sharpens perhaps sharpens yeah. the rage. Um, I for completely forgot about this, but so the Mario All Stars package, which is the one with the sixty four one Sunshine and um, Galaxy, not only is it eighty dollars, uh, but it also they're doing a limited release that is both a physical limited release, which I wasn't too surprised by, right? Like, you know, these days, physical releases are a lot less important yeah. than digital releases, right? Because the Amazon order is, like, immediately sold out for all the pre-orders of uh, right. Mario Galaxy. Like, immediately, days after it was announced, yeah. which is nuts. But on top of that, the digital release is also limited time. That's, yeah. So the game will be on sale until the end of March 2021, and then as far as Nintendo has said, that's it. Yeah, well... If you haven't bought it by then... To hell with you. To hell with you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it'll, it'll come out at another point, and people that missed out on it will gobble that shit up. Like, uh... I mean, <laughs> their ploys to create uh, artificial demand in, uh, what is it, 2000... When did we come out? Oh, I don't remember. Like, I want to say, like, like, 2007. That's what I, I was going to say, six. We but... released date. Yeah, 2006. It's the it's this I mean it's the thing they started with the Wii controlled supply mm-hmm. you know using that to to drive demand like to you know just whip people into like a lather like frenzy with the, the amount at which they want the consoles it's this kind of stuff all over again and it's like I don't mind but we've seen this it's I'm at the point where I'm just kind of like can you guys just stop doing this oh, I just don't fuck with Nintendo nah period I just give up on them a long time ago <sighs> fuck that after sixty four no. I mean, they make quality stuff, yeah. but there's a lot of, on a corporate level, there's a lot of things they do that are a little frustrating. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, whatever. They're I huge. mean, I can't say that I'm not happy to have a Nintendo because the flagship titles are cool. Yeah. Like, for example, Mario Odyssey, I still haven't played that yet, but I really want to. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Okay. Breath of the Wild was mind-blowing. Right. Like, I mean, they really demonstrated that they can create uh, yeah. a genius on a level that, like, a lot of other people have trouble with. But it's its own, it's another type of game, you know, like, uh, and it, it doesn't appeal to me at all. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, it's just none of their games have, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, maybe there, I mean, I'm sure there's some that I haven't heard of, you know, but, like, really, I haven't seen something that Nintendo's done that has appealed to me for well over a decade, you know. What's um, the last Nintendo game you liked? Did you play Super Mario Perfect World? Dark? That's not a Nintendo game. It's on Nintendo, but it wasn't. It's not uh, developed by Nintendo. Oh, okay, right? okay, it's okay. Like okay. that was just another company game, D- only on Nintendo. Did Double O Seven do it? Did they do that one? Double O Seven. I'm not. Sh- I don't think so. So I 007. probably Killer Instinct. No, that's rare. Uh, so you know, um, there's probably never been a Nintendo game that Mario Ninja Gaiden, Super Mario World. No, Ninja Gaiden is is it Team Ninja? It's another company. Yeah, it's I think, not, yeah, Team or Ninja yeah. Works maybe. 
Yeah, okay, so you know what? I don't think I've ever liked Nintendo. GoldenEye was developed by... Oh, also Rare. Okay. The same guys as Killer Instinct. Okay. Didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. I very much enjoyed their games. But no, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a Nintendo game. So you've liked Nintendo platforms, but you've maybe no, never I didn't, enjoyed... No, I mean, I, I didn't really. I mean, I just... Platforms I, is in the system themselves. Yeah, I know, but I never really enjoyed... I mean, Perfect Dark and 007, yeah, because that was all that they yeah. were on, right? Um, you ever played Super Mario World? Yeah, I played Super Mario when I was... Didn't like it that much? It was okay, but I don't know. Not my thing. That game is a perfect end for me. And yeah. still is. I've played it recently. I prefer like, Ninja Gaiden. Amazing. I was more of a Ninja Gaiden guy. Can't agree with you there. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to have another agreed No, no, no. But but that was like the equivalent of like I feel Dark like Ninja Souls. Gaiden pales in comparison to the genius of Super Mario. No, it was all timing like, based. It was like the fuck out of here. bash your know. head in the wall kind of thing. Mario, you could do with your eyes closed. Fuck. What? Are you it's kidding a joke, me? joke, man. Fucking Star World and shit? Yeah, in Super Mario World, Star World? Did you did you finish Star World? Yeah, yeah. that Wait, shit's was, hard. Was it, that the third one or the? It's no joke. Like hundred percent. Yeah, beating Super Mario World is easy. Anybody mm-hmm. can do it, and it's designed intentionally like yeah. that. But hundred percenting Mario is ridiculous. Like there's okay. tons of secrets. Hundred percenting. Super difficult stuff. Is that like the equivalent of trophies or? No, 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 no. Because the game like kind of opens up once you beat. There's a whole bunch of like sort of side secret stuff. Okay. That is not necessary to finish the game. Okay. But it's really fun, really engaging, and it's kind of like the end game of Mario. Okay. But a lot of it's sort of quasi-invisible to when you're playing just the basic way to go through and beat it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you unlock a special world called Star World at the end that has, like, I don't know, ten unique zones. Yeah, no, I definitely... And they all I don't think I did that. sort of test your, your grasp of the mechanics to the fullest. Okay, no, I'm sure I didn't um, do that. Certain levels in the game have multiple secret exits that are sometimes not even marked on the map, mm-hmm. and finding these secret exits is, like, really, One really... Of, okay. Yeah, no, not my thing, no. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Never, uh, fair enough. I like the, the, you know, beating my head against the wall on Ninja Gaiden. Uh, yeah. Like that, no, it's I, funny I that, that all the games you listed are, yeah, definitely not developed by Nintendo. No, uh, like, uh... Yeah. No, Nint- Nintendo franchises include Mario, Zelda, and Metroid. I guess these are Metroid. the Metroid, okay, are the okay, big. okay. Oh, yeah? Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 whoa. I take it back. Okay. Metroid. Okay, so you have played a Nintendo game that you yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's a good one. If yeah, you're going to like yeah, just yeah. one of them... On Super Nintendo. Yeah, that game is... That game uh, holds up 100%. That, yeah. okay, yeah. I played that a couple years ago. Like, pretty, pretty recently. Really? 100%, like, all the way through. Yeah, it's, wow. it's super, super good. The music in Super Metroid is fucking nuts. I believe it. Yeah, I've heard uh, the Montreal uh, Video Game Symphony Orchestra, too. Oh, yeah, o- yeah. OJV, Orchestra Jeux Video Montréal. It's I... a Montreal Symphony Orchestra that does Nintendo, that does, like, game covers. Did I go with you once? No. Okay, I've Definitely been not. to that fucking thing. Yeah? Yeah. You, what concert did you go to? I don't even remember, man. I love And I guys, don't man. know I whose idea. I've, I've bought like five albums. Of I have one of the albums, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah. don't know who would have... Well, oh, the OJV, yeah, the Orchestra Jeux Video Montréal, they did a Super Metroid cover. Okay. It's so fucking good. Okay. The music translates so well yeah. to like a symphony orchestra. Yeah, anyways, we could do a whole episode of yeah. Metroid. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but anyways, did you play it's Prime? A uh, Metroid was, Prime? Was that on Wii? It's the Wii one, no. yeah. My, uh, my roommate had it. If you ever want to play Metroid Prime, I either have it or could download it on my Wii U. It's an amazing first-person, like, action exploration Not game. Not a first-person thing, though, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, fair thanks. Enough. Uh, I remember my, my roommate got it when he had a Wii, and it, he, he was super into it. And, that, and it was cool, yeah. but again, it was the first-person thing that fucked me off. I was just yeah. like, Yeah, no. Metroid Prime is, that's one of the greatest games I've ever played. Okay. Like, hands down. Yeah. Okay. And Super Metroid is also. Super yeah. Metroid was my shit. Yeah. Now that's side-scrolling. Same right? here. Yeah. That little ball that you turn into. Yeah, like Metroid Prime for me, it's kind of like when Resident Evil 7 went first person. Okay. It's like you don't think it'll work. You're but like, that's a terrible idea. But what they create is just. It was brilliant. Better than you could have possibly imagined. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah, and the only other follow up piece, too, is uh, Conan Isle of Sipta release price. Right. We were talking about it on the show and nobody could remember what the price was. Mm-hmm. I checked, it's 1999 USD. That's great. So now we know. I'm all um, over it. Yeah. It's a really, re- I mean, listen, I It saw looks like that. a new game. Yeah, when I saw that after we had recorded, I was like, for the amount of content it looks like you get, that is a really good price. Like, it looks like a new game. Damn. It yeah. really does to me. Uh, yeah. I don't see how you it's can. It's a really reasonable price. I, I don't understand how they would make it. We'll it see. almost makes you wonder, like, why doesn't the company just release it as a new game and charge eighty bucks for it again? You know what I mean? Like, why well, not wipe the slate clean I'm, and I'm be like, "I'm floored that they even did this." New... I, I'm floored that they even did this because uh, for the longest time they've been working on Dune. On Dune? Yeah. 
Oh, I think you told me about that. Yeah. A yeah. Dune I can't, survival I have to game. I can't look that up, man. It's too much out of my wheelhouse. Out, I don't to, think uh, there's much out yet. I think it's just they've talked about it and they've, they're working on it. And um, I think that was kind of why they weren't releasing shit, more shit for Conan or whatever. For sure. And uh, so I was surprised to hear that this DLC was actually this massive, you know? Yeah. Because it, it really seems huge. And all of the other DLCs that they've released. There's been like one or two small ones of, uh, you know, in, involving mounts, you know, like so all of a sudden you can ride horses. But for the most part, it's just like new armor, new building material or new building pieces, new weapons, really nothing. You know, it's yeah. like it's pretty cosmetic. And uh, yeah, I mean, 10 bucks, 13 bucks, something. And, but it's cosmetics. So this is mind boggling for 25 bucks. I know. Yeah. I'm floored. I mean, I watched it with you. It looks really cool. Yeah. Good, good creature design. It's very pretty. Uh, the new world looks gorgeous. I want to uh, ride a rhino. trailer. Yeah, like it all looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Tree houses. I mean, yeah, if I was if I was playing this franchise already, I would be extremely excited. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it got me to start up uh, again. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> start a new character. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, that leads us right into, we're about at the end of our episode for this week, but it uh, leads us into what we've been playing. So you've been... Uh, yeah, I started up on Conan again after that trailer. Um, just... This time, just to get the last achievement and actually take off my bracelet and... Uh, yeah, I don't think we talked about all that on the podcast last week, but... I don't think so. Basically, it's the only thing you haven't done in the yeah, game. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's completing the game and it resets your character, but... Uh, so I was, permanently deletes your, your, yeah, your save. You start from... You can start a new character on that server, but you're starting from zero. On PvP servers, I have I, a lot of maxed out characters, but I never know what I want to play on that server again, so I don't want to wipe that character. For sure. So I started up on a PvE server uh, just to get that achievement. Yeah. The difference between PvE and PvP, though, is it's one times harvesting instead of three. So shit just takes uh, a lot longer to gather. That's annoying. Yeah. 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 But I thought you could just could you just control the settings because it's a PvE server. No, 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 no. Not on official. Not on official servers. Um, uh. You can do that on single player. Like so, if you're playing oh, single player, oh, because a PVE server, you want to still be able to play with other people. Yeah, yeah, other people are still there. Right, of course. But you're just not able to kill each other. Or oh, steal that's each so other's frustrating thing. that you have one times. Yeah, it's it's really a little annoying. it's a little hard, but it's uh, like but, once you've gone to three times, it must be <sighs> so hard to. Go and there back. are boosted servers that I've played on that are ten times, and it's oh, just man. like, but it's too easy. I gotta say, I kind of enjoy the grind. Oh, cool. um, it's not so bad. Finding a good grind, I mean, that's, it would that's be, like 90% of games today. Right? It would be like. ridiculous on PvP. Like, I wouldn't play PvP if it was that way, because the amount of resources it takes to make bombs and all that stuff, no, I'm not doing that. But on PvE, meh. You don't really need to have bombs, you know? You don't yeah. need to grind out huge amounts of these materials, yeah. so... And it really doesn't matter. And for a little bit of background context, how long have you been playing Conan? Since it came out. Which is? <laughs> I want to guess three years-ish? Yeah, 16? 16, so 17. three, four maybe. years? Something like that, yeah. And you've never, quote-unquote, beaten the game? Because no. this is beating the game, quote-unquote. Yeah, this is deleting your character. But I've yeah. never played on a PvE server. Do you feel like this is symbolic for you? Yeah, this is because the Isle of Sift is coming out. That I'm like, uh, fuck it, I'm going to complete it. I'm going to finish it. And then I'll be ready for this next one. Yeah. And I mean, I'll still have all my characters on PvP servers, but, yeah. you know, I just want to do every last thing you could possibly do in the game, and then I'm done with it, you know? Sounds I still good. will play more of it on PvP, probably, yeah. but well, once this new stuff comes out, though, I don't know. I might just be stuck in this world. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing more Generation Zero. Nice. Not that much to report. More yeah. of the same. Uh, I've been a little busy uh, since last time also. So just I'm logging in like a couple hours uh, every night that I can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's real fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of experiencing experiencing the story and just enjoying uh, all the story development of the game. Mm. Not that much to say. It's really fun. Yeah. I still really like it. I'm, I'm really surprised. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it too. I haven't yeah. been playing it as much. But uh, but yeah, as you were saying that uh, you pretty much have to sneak at this point, right? It's more like it's it's just a lot more of a pain in the ass to fight the, fight the monsters. Right? Uh, I've noticed, uh, at least, I, I don't know how, how close we are to each other in the single player, but I've noticed where I'm at now in the sort of northern middle part of the island and a little bit to the west... Uh, east, sorry. I've come across groups of six hunters just walking through the woods before. Yeah. And there are tanks and yeah. harvesters not far. Yeah. And 
like and I've seen it a lot. Uh, yeah. Groups of five or six, like just patrolling the woods, and yeah. you know, you, you take out one or two, and then you know, the fucking harvester gets you. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it's, totally. it's like totally. holy shit. Yeah. So that's uh, the sneaking. I could see being yeah, no, it's almost essential at this point. I'm rarely fighting. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always sneaking around outskirts of groups. Like okay. I'm more like it feels more like guerrilla tactics now. Okay. I was doing a lot of head-on before. Right, right. But like now with like the really intense groups of crazy machines, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got almost no choice but just to sneak around behind enemy lines. Yeah. And I'm getting quests done with very little fighting in most cases. Okay. There was one quest in the middle of this crazy city area that you maybe haven't been to. The army found like this unique uh, tank that was giving them a lot of trouble. And the quest was go there, see if the tank is still there, and destroy it if it's still there. So that one, you had to kill that tank. Okay. And that was part of the mission. Okay, so that's like, cool. So like, you have to do that, but like, usually I don't do much fighting now. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Like, I, I kind of like how the gameplay has sort of evolved as I've played. Yeah, um, yeah. And it changes over time. I'm also trying to do a, a less fighting to Just... not hit the max level super quick too ah uh, good right because I'm getting close to the end of the game in terms of I'm almost re- I'm re- getting close to reaching max level right so I'm also like I know that when I play with you I'm going to do a lot of fighting we don't have to I mean we could sneak too I mean but it's fun it's fun <laughs> it's fun <laughs> and I, it's like I don't I can't fuck with a lot of these machines by myself in yeah a lot of cases. So wait I just until, can't no, you know okay, so it's you. like so I'm saving most of the rival fighting for when I play with you okay um, I, I'm looking at it now as like I don't want to hit the max level cap, and there's still tons of story missions left to do, right? Yeah. So I figure I'll just try and do as many story missions as I can at the moment, mostly just because it's like it's neat. I'll get it out of the way. You know, I'll have the DLC after too, right? So right. It's like, I'm gonna get that the next yeah. time it's on sale. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do it because um, uh, it's necessary. I think. Not that much to say. I still really like the game. Yeah, it's still very know. cool. Yeah, it's it's still got me in its grips. Um, who knows for how much longer? But at the moment. Yeah, I feel a bit of a dilemma now that I got Hades today. Because if I play Hades, I'm going to want to get really into it, I think. Probably, so yeah. I think I might just wait for now. Do some more I can't here. play two games at the same time. I just mm-hmm. can't, you know? Uh, it's, it, um, it messes things up, you know? The learning curve, too, of like, yeah. especially if they're in-depth games, like role-playing games. You know, I'll Definitely. forget story. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What did I do to this guy? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like, I actually like the Generation Zero story, despite how much a lot of people online complain about it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's cool. I think it's great. And I really like learning more about it. But I want to keep my mind in that world yeah. until I'm done with it. Yep. Kind of. Fair. You know? Or at least until I'm done with it, except for maybe just m- m- multiplayer. Right, right. You know? no, like, yeah. But yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm mentally invested, so I just want to stay. What uh, percentage are you on it? Trophy-wise? Yeah, just curious. Ooh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, just curious. Because yeah. I was surprised to see that I was like I noticed 51. they pop every now and then. Yeah, 51? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I noticed they pop every now and then, but yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. looked in a while. I would have thought like I was like 25, 30% or something. Yeah. 51, and I'm like, whoa, shit. We've, uh, I think we've played a lot of the game. Yeah. A surprisingly <laughs> large amount of. Yeah, quite a few hours have gone into it. Yeah, uh, it still blows my mind how much I like this game. Mm. Like, I really think it's uh, phenomenal. Yeah, creation. best for the money. It's like I haven't seen anything equal yeah. to it in yeah. a long time ever. I yeah. think actually. I actually did. My brother was over a few days ago, and um, I played this really random game you've probably never heard of called Aegis Defenders. Never heard. Um, that's A E G I S Defenders. Okay. Uh, and yeah, Aegis Defenders is a super random indie game that I heard basically nothing about. Okay. I stumbled across it on the Switch store when I bought my Switch like two years ago. Okay. Was like, this looks neat. It was super cheap. It was like ten bucks, fifteen tops. Finally got around playing it. It's really cool. Oh, it's okay. it's a super. I've never heard anybody talk about it, but it's like it's a pixel art two D. It's a tower defense game, but it's also sort of a platformer. Okay. Like, the, there, it's got a bit of a story to it, but the way the game starts is each level, uh, you control two characters, and you have a little portion where it's like, you're exploring the same level, but you control each of the two characters at different times. Okay. You're swapping between the two. Right. And, like, one can open a switch for the other kind of thing. Right, right. And when you play with two people, each one controls Control the character. one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the game's got a cool camera system where there's no split screen if you're on the same screen. Oh, but as okay. soon as someone walks away, it splits down the middle, and then they oh, can each go in separate directions. That's interesting. Yeah, so you explore the level in sort of like a Mario-style thing. You're just going back and forth, finding switches and treasures and stuff. Okay. And then you get to a crazy artifact at the end, and then you have to defend the artifact from enemies that come to try to kill it. Oh, and okay. that's the tower defense portion. 
and like one character can like build uh, turrets uh, and repair repair structures, okay, and build like blocks to block the enemies and stuff. The other character, oh yeah, he doesn't have a gun, like he's just a melee, uh, okay. melee weapon. Okay. Um, although it does, it inflicts knockback on the enemies. But then the other character has a gun, uh, can snipe a bit, um, and can make bombs, okay. but can't make tur like turrets are the real strong defensive structure. Right. It's two different characters. They each play very differently, and they're um, necessary. Yeah, and you fight against waves of enemies at the end. The game uses a simple color system where it's like okay. enemies can be either yellow or blue. And like the the turret guy inflicts yellow damage, so hits the yellow enemies easily. But the blue ones doesn't do much damage. Uh, okay. The blue person hits the blue one. Like there's simple color systems going on. Right, right, right. Uh, then they introduce like red enemies, and you can only do red damage if you get a different gun for one of the characters. Whatever. Okay. You know? Okay. But yeah, yeah. There's a surprising amount of depth to the game. Interesting. Um, yeah, and supposedly there's even two more characters to unlock as you play. We okay. we just got to the third level. And we hit a crazy difficulty spike, and we had to. It was like I was like almost throwing my controller across the room. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think I fucked up something in the game systems. I missed out on a weapon I didn't realize I could use that could fight the monsters we were having trouble with. I but um, we loved it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jake and I played like uh, I don't know, like three hours of this game. Nice. We thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Cool. So you know, Aegis Defenders. Quick plug for that. Cool. It's actually surprisingly really good. Ah, I'll um, check it out, man. It's couch co-op. Yeah. Couch co-op. Interesting. Fun. Is that all I think we have? That pretty much wraps it up. I think yeah. Pretty much wraps it up. Yeah, yeah. sounds cool. good. Well, all right. Have a good week, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next time.